scary girl. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Shannon. Hey! And this is... Dead Dead Time Time Stories. A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together to talk about ghost stories, true crime, the supernatural, the paranormal. We talk about conspiracy theories, cults, and just whatever generally weird, eerie, spooky stuff that we want to talk about because it's our show. And not yours. And if you're a regular listener to the show, you'll know that it's normally just the two of us. But if you're not a regular listener, uh, you should know that it's normally just the two of us. But today we have a guest and that's different. There you go. You got it. You, I did it. it. You got, I got there. I got you there. Got there. <laughs> um, so today we have a guest. And Shannon, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Hi. So I'm Shannon. I directed Sarah in Eurydice, which she talked about on the podcast a few times, which is really she exciting. Did. She did. Thank you for plugging it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm an artist in Philly teacher, director, actor, educator, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Also work in those day jobs, like 99% of artists. So that's what's happening. But I actually met Sarah in Houston uh, when we were both attending the University of Houston eight mm. years ago. Oof, girl, Sarah's we don't have like, to don't throw say that it. out. I was like, Sarah's going to tell you not to say it. Yeah, so Shannon and I went to the same alma mater. Shannon was a grad student while I was an undergrad. And so Eurydice is not the first production we've done together. But it's the first time that Shannon has directed me, and it was a delightful experience. Oh, thank you. And we got a really good review. Yeah, saw that. The Broad Street Review was very exciting. Yes. Yep. So if you missed it, you missed out. Sorry. It's still playing this week. Oh wait, not. I bet by yeah, the time this right, comes yes. out. By the yeah. time this comes out, it will never not. mind. But the time we're talking, yes, it's still up this weekend. But we but did we make sure to it plug it. Week. Yes, in the last episode <laughs> that we recorded yesterday. Yes. Awesome. Which Thanks. came out last week. <laughs> this week it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. But if you're listening to this episode, oh. <laughs> it came out last week. <laughs> I can't handle no it. We recorded in advance. <laughs> <laughs> what is time anymore? We don't what know. What does it mean? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, that's where we are. Well, yay, Shannon. We're so excited that you wanted to come on the show and that you have some spoopy, fun things to tell us for Guesttoberfest. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, so I... Uh, I've listened to your podcast because when I cast Sarah, she was like, I have this podcast and it's about true crime and all this spooky stuff. And I was like, go on. And she was like, it's great. You should listen. And I was like, okay. And, um, those listening can't see it, but I have their sticker on my water bottle now. Because I gave you a five-star rating like everyone should. Yes. Um, Oh my God. Yes. Right at the top of the show. Plug it. Oh yes. That makes me so Um, Well then, are we, are we banned? Are we going right in? I mean, oh. we'll banter and then we'll ask her, are you ready to talk about some ghosts? Well, I know, but I was yeah. like, oh, is she just going for it? Oh, <laughs> she's, she's jumping in. I did have a question, though. Sarah, I forgot I forgot what shows we were in <laughs> together. Do wow, you remember? Shannon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, she's um, really sad that you're blowing up her spot because she forgot to. Give me a second. I blocked a lot of UH out of my mind. Well, I um, feel like... I remember so the I? main, not the main one, but we did As You Like It. Right. It's because you were usually the main character and I was like forgotten. No. <laughs> Honest God. And that was not, but it was As You Like It. And then I was in Mother Courage. Listen. You were in a production I, of Mother Courage. I was in a production of Mother Courage. Who were you, Stephanie? <laughs> Soldier number three. Yeah. <laughs> Towns. I was literally one. in the last scene of the show. Yes, the I, absolute last I was scene in of the, the last show. scene too. I was one of the people that ended up shooting the was it shooting the her down. I was the old yeah. lady in the house. Oh yeah. my god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good scene. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, how have we never discovered this together? Because one of the lies on my resume is that I played the the mute daughter. Oh my god, <laughs> Stephanie! But now I'm I'm at a point in my life where I don't have to lie on my theater resume. I have enough actual real credentials. Nice. Look at Sarah. Sarah's frozen. She's so ashamed of me. I'm dying. And I think we also did the Crucible together. Weren't you in the Crucible? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we did uh, three of the four shows I did at UH. 
we're with you then. What That's... was your fourth one? Uh, oh my God. Um, Hot Out Baltimore. I was in that. <laughs> I was in, I was only in Acts 2. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. I was in that. Listen, we blocked out. It was a, that, you know, oh my God. theater school was a rough time sometimes. It was. We blocked out a lot of things. And I was like. In Mother Courage, I don't even know what was going on most of the time. Oh, I was just girl. trying to, like... Were you the mute daughter? No, I was <laughs> no, Mother Courage. No, she was Mother Courage. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> she had her and plate it, full. There was a lot happening and not a lot of help from people around me. So... <laughs> I mean, she was mute. What did uh, you expect her to do? That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, oh. even... Yeah, even people who were, like... So directing funny. it were no help so i was just like i don't okay like i was just trying to like say all the words and sing at the same time yep you know yeah like i forgot there was to. like singing to it yep wait say that again oh goodness i said i forgot there was singing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. i did this show in like 2000 eight me no it had to even been before that this had to have been like 2006 2007 Mm, okay were you in yeah. high school yeah. no oh, uh, oh sweetheart no i graduated oh, in high right. school in math 2005. is hard <laughs> um <laughs> no it was that was the last play i was in no i always forget that i was in a version of vagina monologues where i played a trans character um that was my last performance before moving to philadelphia like almost a decade later because wow. I was like, fuck theater and fuck this life. Oh, no, we lost Sarah. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's no good. Ooh. I mean, we had lost her video already. And then yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, well, we can still hear her. But now she's like, gone, gone. But yeah. she'll be back, I'm That's sure. We just got to give her a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and I am I was going to tell her we lost her, but I'm sure she knows. Yeah. She's going to be <laughs> like, I was about to text her and be like, we lost you. But I'm sure she knows she's not in this conversation right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was that whole thing. I can't believe that Sarah and I were in all the same shows. That's really funny. And I really couldn't funny. remember. I know. I love that you were like, yeah, you're like out of Baltimore. And she's like, I was in that show. Listen, I was like not our grad program was really weird. And I was I was in that show, but I was only in it for one scene. And I came in for like a second and then left. So I don't even I don't even know. But that's his. But I was the lead in all three of the other shows that she was talking about. So. <laughs> um, I do remember she was excited to audition for your for Eurydice because you were directing it. She was oh, like, that's oh, good. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, she went and we went to the same school and like we did some theater together. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So she was very excited to work on it. Yeah, she oh, she was great in Eurydice. Oh my god, she's so funny. I don't know. Have you had a chance to see? I'm it watching yet? it this weekend. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she. I remember early on in the podcast, you talk about you're back. There she is. I'm back. All right, Hi. hold on. I'm waiting to see. Okay, great. I think my computer was just like, this is too much. <laughs> it was like there back. is too much laughter. Yeah, there is too but- much fun. It won't be bad. Last night we lost our third person for like, for like 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Oh my God. And it was right at the end. Like we were literally yes. doing like our sign offs and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, oh no. Now everyone just froze and I'm getting the rainbow. No, wheel don't, again. don't oh, never mind. Tell no, I came me back. That. I came back. I came back. Oh my God. Oh my God. Huh. Huh. The emotional roller coaster today. Already. Already. Okay. Um, I feel like I can't move. Okay. Shannon was talking about um, something about you being great and something that we said early on in our podcast. Oh, that you had met her and wanted to be friends with her because she gave a lot of face. Face. And that became super obvious to me. Yeah. <laughs> During she auditioned for me. And there was, I was talking about how there it was between her and this other girl. And we were, you know, when we didn't know their names yet. And we're like talking mm-hmm. about their, their, um their headshots and stuff and I was just like this girl just gave such good face like she just she had every like every time even when she wasn't doing anything she was making just the best faces mm-hmm. and I was like I want that I want I want her on my stage I want her there making all those faces she's great I love it yep. I know that's like 
caught on and become a dead time stories catch thing is like you know she gives good good face face. (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of giving good face i'm getting a headshot from angel for my birthday Ooh. Oh, nice. Uh, so on the 8th, I have an appointment with Angel to take headshots. Aw, she's fun Ooh. to take headshots with. Yeah. And she was yeah. like, are you looking for like portraits or like a like an actual? And I was like, no, um, I'm a grown professional adult performer who has <laughs> never had a professional headshot. And so I'm buying myself a headshot as a birthday present. Heck yeah. I've never had a real headshot. Yeah. That's awesome. So super excited about it. <laughs> And I'm like, I am a real performer. I do get paid to perform, and I'm very good at what I do. <laughs> I should have a picture to show people this is me. Should have a headshot, and that not shows just that. like my friend took a picture of me in front of some bushes, and it's my <laughs> headshot. Yeah. Um. So. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. I was like, we're just gonna roll through, and Sarah will find a way to tidy this up in Eddie. <laughs> That's why they pay me the big bucks. Uh, Two dollars. <laughs> I get two dollars. Uh, I guess do it. So we want to let's move into it, man. Yeah. Let's do this. I'm excited to hear what Shannon has. All right. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, hey Shannon. Shannon. Y'all, Y'all ready, ready to, to talk, talk about, about some, some ghosts? ghosts? <laughs> I love because so, I love hearing it sounds one way when we record it, and then it sounds a totally other way when she puts it all together. Because of the timing and the lag, yeah. and I can't. I, every time I'm like, can't wait to hear what that sounds like. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Thank you. It's yes. Well done, Sarah. Well done. I I earn all two of those dollars. Okay, all of them. Every penny. Every two hundred pennies. pennies of them. Yep. Cool. Two hundred American pennies. Yes. <laughs> Shannon, what are you telling us about today? Okay, so I have. Two true crime stories for you and one paranormal. Ah, Um, And they're all personal, like, things that happened to me. Get out. So the two true crime stories are about when I was robbed. I've been robbed twice in my life. Uh, I've been robbed twice. The first time, or actually the second time, but the less cool story, um, (laughs) which is, you know, a great way to set it up. Uh, I was living in Houston, and I was in grad school with Sarah, and my uh, my phone rang, and it was my apartment complex, and they were like, hey, your apartment was broken into. You should probably come home. And I was like, what? And I was like, how? And they were like, they took a crowbar to the door. And I was like, are you kidding? What? Fuck? And this was like at like 10 a.m. Like, I was in class. So they called me, and they were like, you need to come home. So I came home. They clearly went through our apartment. And they took all of our electronics, like laptops, TV, and all of our instruments. So they took, like, or my roommate had a ukulele and a guitar, and I think I had a ukulele, and all of them were gone. And we were like, oh, that sucks. Like, that's terrible. But when I got there, you could see, like, the wood chips from where they had taken the crowbar and just, like, popped open the door. Because our door had a deadbolt, and the deadbolt was locked. The deadbolt they was really wanted the... in your apartment. Right. But I'm also like, they knew what they were doing. They knew where they were going. Yes. Yes. They knew what they were after. And they also had been scouting us. Why do I know that? Because our neighbors who left at the same time as we do were also robbed. So like what? they watched us. They knew exit... that the two of y'all left at the same time every day. Yeah. Damn. And so they came in like midday with a crowbar and just broke in and got all, all of our stuff. To both apartments. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Shit. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Like they could have taken a lot more, but they just took the stuff that would have been like worth money. But one of yeah. them, one yeah. of the things was my like Mac laptop that I was using for oh. school. And I was like, this is, this sucks. Like everything about this sucks. Um, and so I used the like find my Mac um option on your iPhone where you can like find it like because it will if they open it up it will ping and be like I'm here and so the fucking robbers fucking opened it in a McDonald's <gasps> that was five miles away from me oh my oh my god. god and I called the police and I was like my laptop was stolen earlier today it is now open at a McDonald's and it's at this location and the police were like are you they at that location yeah they were like are you <gasps> at that location and I was like no 
And they were like, well, we can't do anything unless you're at that nope. location. And I was like, mm-hmm. are you see- right? They tell you not to follow, like not to vigilante it and track it down and do it yourself. But they're also like, unless you're there witnessing them tampering with your property, like we can't do anything about it. Yeah. And you're like, so what the fuck? What am I supposed to do then? Apparently nothing because the Houston police yeah. were basically like, go fuck yourself um sorry they were but in retrospect i in retrospect i realized that they don't care the houston police don't care about a laptop they're too busy dealing with like murder and stuff they're like we don't give a shit about your laptop like your laptop little grad like people are dying yeah (laughs) they're like go away get a new one so anyway luckily my i had laptop insurance so I was able to get a new one for relatively cheap, which was great. And like, all in all, my roommate, um, and, and I had apartment insurance, so it was able to cover part of uh, what we lost, which yeah. was great. So That's smart. Renter's insurance is so much cheaper than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I've already paid up for our whole year in this apartment. <laughs> I've paid for our renter's yes. insurance. Yes. And I added like valuable personal property insurance to it. Like your girl's ready. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh gosh, I should do that too. We just got some new sound equipment that I should I should put on that. <laughs> Make sure we yeah, can get girl. that back if anything happens. Um It's like real world adult responsibility, scary shit. We are like, I felt, Oh, this I is my stuff. Gross. I need to like take care of it because otherwise someone could take a crowbar and take it all away from me. Oh my and god. And in your case someone has. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that was the first time I was robbed, which, like I said, was a less exciting time. Mostly it was just like the police, me learning that the police do not care about stolen property. Don't give a shit about your laptop, right? (laughs) I was like, okay, that's fine. Cool. Um, But the, so the first time I was robbed, I was an undergrad and I, uh, I was living in a townhouse with three other people and I came home and I was the only only one home and I walk upstairs and um, I had had money on my desk because I was running an improv team and that money was for t-shirts of course like you do because <laughs> what else would you be doing for money with money from your improv team but right. be getting them shirts yeah so I had all this money from like the the troupe to get these t-shirts made for our shows that we we're doing of course and so I was like and all the money was gone. And I was like, that's weird. But one of my roommates was my co-founder. And so I was like, oh, maybe he took it to the bank. But that's still weird because he's not very responsible. So, like, I don't. That would have been weird <laughs> if he would have done doing that. that. Yeah. But I was like, hmm, okay, whatever. So I had my jewelry box uh, sitting on my bed just from, like, getting ready that day. And I had in my closet, I had like a set of drawers that I put the jewelry box on top of. So I go and the the closet had like accordion doors. Do you know? Do you know what I mean by that? Like yes, the ones that I fold. hate accordion doors. Yeah. Yes. Um, I and them. I go to open it up to put my jewelry box back, and it won't open. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I like tried to open it a few times, and it wasn't moving. And so I look behind, and there is a man <gasps> in my oh, closet. That's what I was of. No! No! <laughs> no! With a glass Coke bottle raised <gasps> up like a weapon. He had taken the glass Coke sure. bottle from our kitchen and had used it because we had some like on display and all artsy. And it, he was like holding it up like a weapon. So I screamed slammed the closet door into him to pin him to the closet door, grabbed the Coke bottle out of his hand, then jumped back and was like, oh my God, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. And he came out from around the corner and it turns out it was like an 18-year-old kid, like 17, 18-year-old kid who was bigger than me, but still young and just as scared as I was. Thank God. Because he came around the corner and he was like, he was like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, right? So then what was the Coke like, bottle about, bud? I mean, it was to protect myself if you caught me stealing your things. I wanted to steal some things. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? In case this happened. It was in case this happened. But then I, instead of hitting you, I let you take it from me. Yeah, yeah. Which, good for him. Yeah, I yeah. Luckily, but he came around and he was like, well, my cousin and I broke in downstairs. And I was like, what the fuck? You broke in through our basement? And he was like, 
yeah, we broke into your basement window. And I was like, well, where's your cousin? And he right, was like. Right, so you're telling me there's another one? Yeah. And, <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, no, he already left. And I was like, okay. He's like, he ran out the door when he heard you come in. And I was like, okay. So. Oh my God. Then why did you stay? Where, and then in my like lizard brain, I went, where's my money? You took my money. I need my money back. That And he was like, I don't know, my, my cousin has it. And I was like, well, that's my money. You need to give that back to me. And he was like, no, my cousin my cousin has it. My cousin has it. And I was like, okay, well, then you need to stay here and answer for your actions. I shit you not. That is what I said to him. My teacher then voice came it, out. And Shannon. I was like, sit down. No, I didn't say sit down. But I was, I was like, like, so you need is to this stay. the story of how you murdered him, Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> Shannon. She's like, this is the more interesting true crime Then story. I tied him to a chair. No. <laughs> and then, and so he was like, what? And I was like, you need to stay here while I call the police. And he was like. No, no. And I, like, tried to, like, make him stay by, like, kind of holding on to him. But I wasn't going to try that hard because I didn't want to die or, like, get beat up right, or raped naturally. or any of the above things that could have happened to me with a man who is larger than me being in my closet. And so as I was calling the police, he ran out the front door and, like, started walking away. And I, um, I was, like, shaking and called the police. And they came in and they, like dusted for prints and they did find that in our basement they had shimmied up the screen we had like one window in our basement and they had shimmied up the screen and then broken the glass to get in like just full-on just straight up broke the glass and um they took i don't think actually anything else was stolen i think i came in right when it had started so that's why the money was the only thing that was gone like we had laptops out we had ipods we had because there was that, I'm dating myself here. <laughs> we had, but you know, we had iPods and stuff that were just like laying out and nothing else was gone, but they did take, um, but the cops took the Coke bottle and they got prints off of it and they ran it and they were like, he's not in the system, but if he does anything in the future, he will also be charged for this crime, yes. this breaking and entering. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Um, but, and then one of the cops, as I was upstairs, like shaking, was like, he came up to me and he was like, um, you've had a rough enough day, but you should just tell your roommate that uh, she should hide her stash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. I was like, no. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, her pot's on her desk. And I was like, oh, but I was like, she has a medical marijuana card. Because she did. My roommate had rheumatoid arthritis. So like she had an actual medical reason for having it. So it was okay that it was like out or whatever, but I was like, no, no. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> he was like, you've had a hard enough day. I'm just letting you know she should hide it. And I was like, okay, thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I'm like crying. Yeah. None of us uh, knew you were going to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nobody expected the cops today. Yeah. And luckily my, my mother and like some friends chipped in to make up the money that was lost for the t-shirts um oh. and i went and i i went to college i went to undergrad like a half an hour from where i lived so i definitely went home and slept at home that night because i am like there's no way i'm sleeping in my bed oh, yeah, no, when there was a man in my closet earlier today that's no. not okay God, shannon that's not yeah. okay mm -mm. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. You know, I don't know how you ever slept in there again. I would have been terrified. I don't know. I feel like it was, it felt so, like he was so not threatening once he threatened, once he stepped around the door. Not that he wasn't like physically threatening, but you could just tell he was like, oh, I, I fucked up. Like I did something. He was really like, bad. oh my God, why did I do this? Why did I do this? Yeah. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. And I could tell idea. it was probably like a good kid that was like. Yeah, let's go. Let's do, go. I yeah. can do a B and E. What's that like? Yeah. And then he was like, "It's like this, and I hate it." Yeah. So yeah, that was one of the scariest moments of my life. But I do have to say that I did not realize how, like, I had post traumatic stress disorder from that, and I did not realize it until I did a knife stage combat class. Sarah, did you do that with Adam? Ooh, no, I didn't. Okay, because I did not realize how, like, embedded it was in me until I did a knife stage combat class where you use, like, there's an exercise you can, like, use pool noodles that are the length of a knife and then, like, 
stab each other and like play the wound so you realize like how dangerous a knife fight is with pool noodles right so we were doing that and i like lost my shit and had to leave the room i was like i cannot i cannot i cannot and i was like i have no idea like why it was really hard for me to watch it happen it was really hard for me to do like i couldn't even like i did it once and i was like i need to leave the room and i had like Whew, it was a lot. It was a lot. It's, wow. I'm still like shaking <laughs> thinking of it Jeez, this day. That's so like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I was like, he didn't have a knife, but he had a Coke bottle, which like is still terrifying and could still do a lot of harm. That's crazy. I'm so sorry that happened. But also, I'm okay. Like, <laughs> thank you for sharing it with us on our podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is a fucking, if nothing else, a fucking crazy story. To be like, yeah, this is some shit I did. And you had a moment where you, like, I feel like you were like Uma Thurman at that part in Kill Bill where, like, the lights come on and she realizes the one kid is, like, like a boy mm-hmm. and she, like, spanks him with a sword. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she's like, you know, like, go home to your mother. Yeah. Like, don't play with Yakuza swords. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that was you. You were like, you're going to stay here and answer for your actions. Yeah. And he was like, I'm, I'm not, though. And you're like, OK, I mean, I can't fucking make you. But you tried it. Yeah. Like, you did, though. And I don't think that I would have done that. Like, I've I've been mugged twice. Oh, and then God. the first experience... I called the dude sir while he was mugging me. So, like, that tells you one thing. And then later, while I was talking about him, I referred to him as the gentleman who mugged me. And then I was like, he's not a gentleman. Like, he fucking mugged me. Yeah. What is wrong with me? And I'm like, I'm so over accommodating that I'm like, no, you take that. It belongs to you. Um, And the second time a guy like I had my phone out. And he, like, bumped into me from behind. And at first, all I noticed was that he had bumped into me. And then I noticed he was holding my phone. I was like, this dude has bumped into me. And I was like, oh, and he has my phone. And we, like, made eye contact. And then he, like, turned and ran. And you were like, damn it. Um, Can you text that that person back, please? (laughs) Oh, man. And so both times, the first time I called the police Mm -hmm. and they came. And I, man, I was like, this was when I was living with New York. And I remember being like, wow, they are being way too rough with that guy. Like, he mugged me, but this is like an old man. He, like, snatched my shit and ran. Mm -hmm. He didn't threaten me. He didn't have a weapon. And they were, like, throwing him on the car, like, six guys on top of this dude. And I, like, I remember in that moment, I was like, I'm the victim. And I'm like, I can't believe, like, I don't like how the cops are treating this guy. (laughs) Like, this is fucked. And then the second time, um, the guy snatched my phone and the cops were on the corner and I was like, that dude running, he has my phone. He took my phone and they like got him. And again, they were like, is this the guy? And I was like, I mean, chill. He didn't hurt. He took, he bumped into me and took my phone. He didn't like, give me your fucking phone. Yeah. Even then I'm still like, they mugged me and I'm still like, eh, he wasn't like, he could have mugged me worse. <laughs> like, oh, it's terrible. Maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's kind of a thing of, I don't know about how we were raised or whatever about how, just like being like, oh, well, I mean, it could have been worse. It's like, no, it still sucks. <laughs> I always think that both like as a woman and particularly as like a Southern woman, like very much to be like, oh, like, no, really, I should have, I should have handed it to you. I'm so sorry. Like, I should have taken care of you. Yeah. And then to be like, no, like, that was really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to separate myself from the situation and be like, if somebody told me this happened to them, I would be like, that's not your fault. That's terrible that that person did that. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, oh, I mean, they could have, they could have wronged me worse. Yeah. Ugh. It's terrible. Whew. <sighs> I mean, he was a kid. I hope it didn't ruin. I hope it shook him into being a good kid and not that he was like, I got a taste for danger. And next time I would hit him. Like, oh, oh God, I hope not. Yeah, I hope I scared him. I hope not. (laughs) I hope that scared the like put the fear of God in my little like like, five foot four, 22 year old scared him. Like, I hope that's what happened. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly it. He was like, never again. I learned. (laughs) <laughs> he was like, I thought I was going to protect myself with a Coke bottle. That bitch snapped it out of my hand. I didn't do anything. She snatched it. He's like, it she happened so fast. That Coke bottle. It happened so fast. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Well, I'm glad that you can like, I'm glad you can share it and laugh about it now. Yeah. Now it's, fucked up. it's enough removed. I was also so weird when it happened. I couldn't even believe that like, like telling it, it felt very like something that happened to someone else. 
because it yes. just seemed so like now but now it's my party story it's when i tell it yeah parties. right you were because even setting it up you were like the other one's way more interesting <laughs> it's, it's like, what i until i tell you about this yeah i was like this oh this God. happened to me and it's nuts shannon Still, right. though, you I mean, you did good, man. You snatched the weapon. You told him you told him you were going to make him stay. <laughs> you didn't. And that's OK. Like, not on you. But you were ready. You were like, you're going to stay. <laughs> my dad. My dad was like, that's my Irish like lass or like girl or whatever. <laughs> and my family's super Irish. So he was like, that's my girl. That's my Irish girl. And I was like, I don't know right. what that means, but OK. <laughs> I don't know. I don't OK. I'm just <laughs> right. Com- like, I don't know. Uh, is that, I guess that's good. Yeah. I'm coming home. That's all I know. I'm not staying here. tonight. <laughs> I'm going to spend the night at the house tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I and that was good, but I'm scared. OK. <laughs> so you have a paranormal story as well i do yes Ooh. i have a paranormal story so this happened when i was in elementary school i want to say like eight maybe i just super breezed into the microphone i was like eight. I know, it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no asmr we've talked about this y'all sarah it makes her upset so it happened when I was like seven or eight, and my family, as I just mentioned, is super Irish. So my dad liked to tell me that like leprechauns could be living in the house, and uh, okay, yeah, sure, I don't know. And so like my friend Cassie, who also came from an why do we everything is like Irish today? But we came, she came in, and she came over, and we were playing, and we were, I was like, let's go hunt for leprechauns, and because we were like seven, we were or eight, we were like absolutely that's a thing that you're gonna do in our house. And You've so, heard of Elf on the Shelf. Have you heard of Leprechaun on the Lawn? No. I was wondering what you were going to rem- rhyme it with. I was thinking really I know. Hard. I was sitting I was here like, this whole time going, what am I going to rhyme it with? <laughs> <laughs> so those where you're like, I want to go. I want to start this. I was like, oh, like, this joke is ripe. It? Where, where mm-hmm. is it? Mm-hmm. We also just had a chat last night where we were like, do you ever listen to the show after the fact? And you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't make this joke. Oh, yeah. And so so I was like, no, I have to find it. I have to find it. <laughs> so you it. and your friend yeah. went to go hunt for leprechauns. Right, right. Because, you know, why not? Um, and so we're in our basement, in my basement. And our basement was like a... Um, we lived in a, I guess it's a ranch house where like when you enter on the ground floor, you can either go up or down. You don't, there's not like a ground floor. You either go upstairs or down into the basement. Okay. Okay. It's a, it, I don't know. There's a lot of them in the Midwest, at least. I don't know. Probably because <laughs> the basement thing. I don't know. Um, I know a lot of places down Who south knows? don't have basements. We were downstairs and there was like a room that, that was like my playroom kind of to the, left and there was a then like there's like storage and a bathroom then my dad's workshop we're all done all down there and they're all in separate rooms there's like a hallway and stuff and we were in the hallway and um the lights in the playroom were off and I turn and we like we're like about to go upstairs and we turn and look and we see these like two like red kind of shiny eyes at the end of the hallway Nope. 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 Like in retrospect, expect 110%. Nope. Like goodbye. No, right. Exactly. As a kid, you're like, what's that? Yeah. Well, I was just like, you're like, that's a lot of nope. Yeah. Well, we saw (laughs) that. We saw that. And I was like, huh, that's, I was like, whoa, do you see that? And Cassie was like, yeah. And I was like, what is that? And then it like got up and it was like maybe a couple inches above the floor. No. Um, And so it got up and like the eyes like, raised up a little bit and then moved around the corner and I was like mm. oh that's weird oh I bet it's my dog I bet because it was like hot outside we had a small dog I was like she liked to lay where it was cool and in the dark basement it would be cool so I was like oh I bet it's my dog it's that's cool rational of you yeah we're, I was like oh it's probably Maggie whatever we'll go we'll go up, upstairs and so we walk upstairs and then Maggie is in the living room upstairs oh. fuck that I shit you not, we ran out the stairs outside. My dad was mowing the lawn. We both were screaming our heads off. And he's like, what are you talking about? And we're like, there's something in the basement. There's something in the basement. Yeah. And he's like, what are you? And so he comes down and like turns on the light and goes down there. And of course, there's nothing down there. But to this day, I do not like being in that basement or like staying in that room when it is dark. Oh, and your parents are still in that house. Mm -hmm. Or like a cellar or. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know what. 
I don't know what's happening. I don't know like <laughs> what is happening in that house at all, but I don't like that basement. And I will run up the stairs to this day <laughs> when I go home and I turn off the light in the hallway. I will then run up the stairs because I do not like being in the dark in that basement. No, that makes that? total sense. That's also completely rational. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh. So uh, a question, Shannon, mm-hmm. has anyone else in your family experienced anything weird in that house? Um, my Yes, both my mom and dad have. My mom thinks her experience was a guardian angel. That's um, very nice of her to she, think. I know, isn't it? That's what a classic nice. Southern woman. I was like, that's a classic <laughs> mom. Or like Midwestern mom Not of like, mom. oh, you know, it's fine. Just it's everything is just angel. fine. Uh, so, yeah. So she apparently woke up one day and my aunt, or it was in the middle of the night and my aunt and uncle were staying over and the door to their bedroom was open to my mom and dad's bedroom and she was laying in bed and could see the door and she saw a figure standing in the door with like a little bit of light behind it and she was like that's kind of weird but she thought it was my uncle because it was like somebody tall and uh she she just like kind of sat up and was like can i help you and then it disappeared oh so she thinks it was a guardian angel. And the guardian angel was like, I'm off the clock right now. It was like, so. no, I'm good. Was, I'm good. I was just checking on you, but you sleep. So yeah. You know, like, it's like, oh shit, I made noise. I'm sorry. I'm going to go. You go She's back like, to sleep. She's like, can I help you? And he's like, no, 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 no. Other way around. <laughs> I help you. He's like, he's like, remember when there was only one set of footprints? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I was carrying you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what she saw. But then um, my yeah, was your dad my experience? dad's story is he was up making breakfast one day and he thought uh, he looked uh, he was making breakfast and only the light above the stove was on. Um, and he turned and looked to the hallway and he thought he saw me or like what he thought was like something that was about my height. Look around the corner of the door to the kitchen and he turned around. He's like, Shannon. And like saw it like run down the hallway (laughs) so then he followed it down the hallway like he didn't really see it after it like disappeared from behind the door but he followed it down the hallway thinking it was me and checked on me in my bed and I was sound asleep and that's that's all we so like nothing like crazy has happened we've just had like that's pretty fucking creepy that's very scary we've had some creepy things happen in the house but nothing that's like oh my gosh like this goes talk to me or call the exorcist (laughs) that almost scares me shannon because that story of your dad makes me think of doppelgangers and i'm like doppelgangers mean death (laughs) right but i mean but you're still here he also wasn't sure it was me it wasn't like it was just something that was like you or something your height yeah it was like something was the thing with red eyes wonder if it was the same thing I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. She, I know Shannon just looked so upset. She's not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-mm. I do have a weird. I do have one more weird thing that this actually brought up. It made me remember. But this is more about like ESP, I guess, or something. But I was on oh, shop- ESPN. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the sports network. Um, yeah, it was great. I was watching it one day, and there was a. F- Football there was a ghost game? on it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my spooky ESPN story. Yeah. No, so my mother has my mother's a type one diabetic. And um because of that I kind of have like a sixth sense when of when she's like gonna have a low. I can tell when it's going low before she even knows, which is great because she does not believe she's going low when she's low. And you're like, and you're like drink your juice, juice Shelby. Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's super fun. But we were out shopping one day and I got that same feeling. I was like, I feel like, mom, I feel like you're having a low. Like, can you take some glucose tablets, please? Like, what's like, I feel like something's wrong. And she was like, oh, I'm fine. But okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But she was fine. Um, But when we got home, we had a message from my grandmother's neighbor who said that my grandmother had fallen on the lawn. (gasps) And was had like hurt her hip, and that he, they were waiting 
to for like to take her to the hospital or to take her to the doctor or something. So like it was just a weird moment that I had when we were at shopping. I was like, there's something wrong. I don't know what there's it something is. Wrong. I feel like it's connected to you, mom. Turns out it was my grandma and she had fallen on her front lawn, which is nuts. And your your grandmother was your mom's mother? Yes. Oh, so the whole maternal line. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. So those are my paranormal stories. <laughs> Oof. Those are good. I like it. They're good. Yeah. Does your family still live in that house? So when mm-hmm. you go to visit, do you stay in that house? Yeah, because she was like, because I still run up those stairs. And I was like, oh, my God, they still yeah. live in that mm-hmm. house. Yeah. I mean, in general, like, the I'm very attuned to energy, I think. And the energy in that house is for the most part positive and good i do feel it a little weird in the basement but like yeah the like upstairs is always fine (laughs) you know like it's never i i don't ever feel like i know those kinds of things and this house that we're in now i talked about that with sarah like we came to view it and i'm like the whole house has a really i love the house except the basement and i'm like i couldn't tell you why I just really, I don't like being in the basement and the whole rest of the house. I love, and I love being, this house has a really, it's very warm. It's very like, it's a very comfortable house. It feels very like inviting, Mm -hmm. but the basement, it just feels like, get the fuck out of this basement. Get the fuck out of this basement. I'm like, I will. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I will leave. I don't like it. But the rest of this house feels really good energy wise. It feels very comfortable and like I li- I really like this house. I just fucking hate being in the basement. There's probably it really there's probably like scared. some bones or a dead body down there. So and very very likely Philly is like all oh it's dead all bodies. on top of a graveyard. <laughs> all on top of dead bodies. It's all Philadelphia. There's well, just I some like pissed off ghosts. So many bones here. What's I would hope that as someone would take away from our show, you don't mess with Ouija boards and you don't spend extended periods of time in a basement. It's true. Yeah. I do have uh, Ouija board nails, though, right Ooh. now. They're super cute. I did them So myself. you're asking for it if the ghost mess was mess no. with you? Or is it yes? Ah, <laughs> Whoa. God. No, it's no. That's amazing nail art, though. Check these out. It's her right? stamper. It's wow. stamps. I've got a little moon and a little sun. This one's a little planchette. And then this one's a little hand holding a planchette. It's really great content for an audio only show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you should go in the basement with those nails and just like hold no, your hands out. <laughs> absolutely not. I yeah, Shannon suggested it. Nope. It's not happening. Just be like, and I have like a friend who, um, I have a friend who does like resin art and sells all sorts of cool resin shit. I have like a resin, like palmistry palm from them. Oh, cool! It's really cool, right? But they make resin Ouija boards and planchettes, and I'm like, no, no those are really you. beautiful. Those look really cool. I love what you're doing. You're making great work. I'm not gonna buy one of those. Mm-mm. I don't. I can't. It's gonna. It's gonna spook me. Can't do it. But I really like my palmistry hand. It's beautiful. <laughs> have you well shannon thank you so much for being on the show thank you for like having me she had a question what Those... were you gonna ask <laughs> what i uh, said so what were you gonna ask shannon oh i was gonna ask if either of you have ever actually used a ouija board no absolutely yes. not not a chance in hell i have so and i but like I'm also, I'm from North Carolina, but I'm like, I'm also from the South, right? So everyone around us was like super religious. My house was very secular. Um, and it was, it's that in itself was a weird experience, like growing up in a secular house surrounded by all super religious people. Um, but we had a Ouija board because my mom was like, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, but I had it for years and years and years and no one was allowed to play with it. So nobody did it with me. Mm. I just owned one. Um, I had one friend I was in, I want to say I was in sixth grade. She was in eighth grade who like, who I like convinced to let me like do the Ouija board with her. Um, it didn't really spell anything out. And of course the whole time we were like, you're moving it. No, you're moving it. Mm -hmm. I'm not moving it. Um, and in high school I had friends tell me about like, When I say friends, I had a pair of siblings, pair of sisters who said that like they had used a Ouija board like multiple times in their house and like had many weird experiences in their house from the Ouija board. And I was like, if you say so. 
So like I've used one. I've never had a weird experience from it, but I'm also not like, let's test that. Mm, that's fair. I'm just like, you know, I was I was cool testing that when I was like 13, 14. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And now I'm like, I'm 30. Like I have, you know, I, got I shit. have things to lose. I didn't have anything to lose. I didn't think when I was 13, I was like, what am I? I don't have a house. Let's do this. Let's go crazy. I don't own anything. Yeah. Yeah. I did one right? at a like, at a sleepover at like a birthday party sleepover once. And we did have a weird experience when what you didn't tell us about this. Well, it's, it wasn't very like, it, holding out. Really make a good story, but, it, but we were just sitting there. Like but it was weird. We were doing the Ouija board thing. And there were probably like four or five of us who were doing it, who each had a finger on it. Um, and we talked to an old man who I forget his name now, but he did tell us his name. Um, Walt is coming to my brain, but I feel like that might just be like standard old guy name that I'm just old, like old inserting name. here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, and he talked about how he was a blackberry farmer and there were blackberries in the bushes outside of this girl's house. The house? Yeah. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So there, and that was pretty much it. Like he was just like, oh, I'm an old blackberry farmer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like we never had anything where somebody was like, I'm going to haunt you. And then the door shook. Like, yeah. None of that, like that happened. It was, like, it was just like, it was always like, what's your name, Bob? Yeah. <laughs> cool. What do you do? Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Be a ghost. Yeah. Cool. Cool. When did you die? Some random Last year. year. Whoa! Yeah, it was, and I think we did ask him like what year he died, and it was <laughs> like in the 1800s, of, from like an illness or something, and we were like, "Of course, oh, that sucks." Dang, sorry, Walt. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bye. Uh, I just always heard like, and I know I did this. I just always heard that like you just have to make sure you. Get the goodbye. Yes. Otherwise, you you leave it open. Just take you leave it open. So that was one thing I know I always did. So I'm like, maybe that was why I never had problems. Like I always made sure, like we even if the conversation, like we were getting creeped out. Like you have to get to the goodbye. You have to be like, okay, you have to go. All right, it's been good talking. Goodbye. Okay, now we can stop. Like you have to do the goodbye, or they won't leave. Mm. I don't know if we did. Um, Walt could still be oh, walking shit. that house. Walt could still be, be there. You. you don't even know. Aww. He could be with you now. Well, he just That's wanted your guardian me... angels, Walt. He's That's like, when was there was say. one set of footprints, that Aww. was Walt. That was Walt. Oh, Well, Walt's just giving me blackberries then. If the... <laughs> That's what Walt's doing. He's just like, ah, I'm not going to wash these berries out. Fine. Walt's like, I want to make this joke. And then I was like, is that a terrible joke to make? Now you have to make it. I have to make it, which I was just going to be like, well, Walt was the one that was like, remember when you got that Coke bottle? That's because I handed it to you, girl. (laughs) Walt was looking out for you. He was like, not today, bitch. It's in your hands now. He's like, not my girl. Walt's here, girl. I got you. You know, my husband. My little Irish lass. (laughs) My husband did work at a blueberry farm growing up. So there's a berry connection there. Mary Walt oh. was like, hey, look at Walt. Play. I know. That's very romantic. <laughs> We're done. Show's over. Thank you for being on, everyone. I hope you're enjoying Guestoberfest. Um, <laughs> Stephanie just ruined so, it. Using my ESP, is your husband's name Patrick Poole? Yes. because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's your name on the Google. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call um, Stephanie Cleo Carnison now for your tarot reading. <laughs> mm, call me now for your free reading. <laughs> uh, so. No, Shannon, thank you so much for being on yes, our show. Yes, oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. You were a marvelous guest, and I enjoyed all of your stories. I love that you had multiple stories. Thanks. I love that. Yes, it was so. It was a roller coaster ride, and I had so much fun. <laughs> thank I, I you. It was like fun being went here. Uphill into like spoopier and spoopier. Right, and it was just like what it was. It, it hit all of the emotions. I loved it. <laughs> and now we ended on Walt, time. you know. So safety Walt again. again. Yeah, <laughs> and Walt's like looking out for you, man. So, do you have any? So you just wrapped up Eurydice. Mm-hmm. Do you? What do you? Other projects do you have on the books right now? I don't have any other projects on the books at yeah. the moment. But my husband has a podcast it's called rooms and reckonings rooms and reckonings yeah it's a it's a podcast about acting theory so it's super 
niche because you kind of have yes, to know. That's very niche. Yeah, you kind of have to be like super into acting theory to, uh, well, to to know a lot of the books that he's talking about and to like understand a lot of the conversation it, with the vernacular sure. that's used. Um, so it is pretty niche, but uh, if you know anyone that is an acting student or professor, it's pretty valuable to them. I think he's going. He's work right now. He's working on summarizing a lot of like common acting theory books to then do like book reports on them and to basically so kids that need to read something he can be like chapter one it's basically like says this cool and so nice. like a cliff notes yeah. of acting theory books i love books. that mm-hmm. i'm into it yeah get it so that's cool and that's called rooms and reckoning rooms and reckonings yep rooms and reckonings mm-hmm. that's that's also i love that title yeah right it's really good that's I'm good. like, I like that. Um, okay, great. That's awesome. Super exciting. So check out um, the podcast. Check out Rooms and Reckonings. And keep an eye out for Shannon doing other stuff in the future, I'm sure. I'll be around. <laughs> you know, yeah. She'll be around. She'll be doing things. Uh, if you want to support our podcast, you can do that by buying merch on our website if you want. Deadtime Stories with a Z, all one word, dot com. You can email us. We'd love to hear from you. Deadtime Stories at gmail.com and you can support our show by subscribing to our patreon we have one dollar five dollar and fifteen dollar tiers all really 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 exciting but the best way you can support our podcast if you can't send us your mun muns right now which we get because it's a difficult time for everybody is by leaving us a five star review just like shannon did i did and now i have a sticker i had two stickers actually but that might be because i know sarah it's, it's, it's true. It is. It's, it is. It is. <laughs> okay, never mind. I just but got you, a sticker, a single <laughs> sticker, an awesome sticker, just like Shannon did, by writing us a five star review on iTunes and taking a screenshot, and sending it to us at our email address, or hitting us up on the Grams. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have a really amazing Facebook group that you get to be a part of. If you're a one dollar subscriber on Patreon and up, one dollar a month. Come on, awesome, super exciting. Yeah, just skip what? your Starbucks and you can afford one dollar oh my god i hate you <laughs> i hate myself you just for skip that starbucks one. for a week and you can eat essential oils like dr z sarah i'm um, saving for a house with that starbucks money don't you understand apparently yeah. it's gonna get you there that's what every it's article i there. read tells if me if you quit eating avocados you could own a house by the end of the year i you know that's what i've I, cut them out of my diet completely i'm hoping to cut them out completely yeah now i have five dollars stay right <laughs> So I want to thank you again so much for coming on today. Yes. Uh, we are going to wrap it all up. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Shannon. And, and this, this has been Dead Time Stories. Thank you for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Ferguson. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 